Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm your host, Matt Weinstein. Joining me via the internet, the big homie, Mark Sanger, Andrew Servideo, and of course, the modern-day Klimaraja, Chris Klimazuski, boys, in the rear view, it was too big for just one night, WrestleMania 36. It was. It was too big for one night, and I gotta say, I didn't hate it. I thought it was actually, you know, for what the circumstances came to, I thought it was pretty decent. I like how you got in the uh, too big for one night line. That's always important. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say night one was better than night two. I'll say it right off the bat. Looking at them as a whole, as one WrestleMania, it was it was one of my favorite WrestleManias in a long time. the The split in two nights was very refreshing. Like mm-hmm. night night one, I'm like, wow, it's ten thirty, and I'm about to go to sleep. This is this is outrageous. Mm-hmm. The fact that we can have that happen is crazy, and I, I think that it benef- a lot of matches benefited from it. You know, there was no, you know, with the exception of the two world championship matches, there was nothing, there was no, you know, 35 second squash match just to get somebody on the card. For the most part, everything had time to breathe. And I enjoyed that. I also did too. Yeah. Because I remember last year at 35, we were up to what, like 12 midnight watching WrestleMania? Maybe later. Main event didn't start till midnight. Yeah, it was just so long, and it was just it got dragged out, and it was just uh, I'm like, oh, like, I enjoyed it every minute of it, but I'm like, we this has got to change. But, but Matt, yeah, I agree with you that you know, splitting it up into two nights, and I kind of hope they do this even you know further down the road, even without you know once this coronavirus uh, passes over us and it just yeah, we go back to normal. I hope they kind of do do in two nights because it actually worked out pretty good. Like you said, you couldn't say it any better myself. Yeah, the two night format should stay. It should not. Uh, they should not just do it a one done thing. I agree, but I don't know how logistically they would be able to. do It, it, it wouldn't work with with the money and the tickets and the I don't and state a stadium show. You wouldn't be well, able to listen, pack a uh, two nights New, in a row. New Japan. New Japan does it for Wrestle Kingdom and yeah, other events. Money. They don't make the money that WrestleMania makes. They actually, so. they'd actually make more money doing it two separate nights because then you could have uh, two two shows essentially and two different audiences. They just pay. The, they just pay uh, different prices or whatever. Like, but, wow. but the the way that they went about it this year, where they didn't announce what was on what show until right beforehand. Like, well, I'm sure, I'm sure they're gonna announce they it. Have, like, if they, they would have yeah, to announce what's going yeah. on, right? You want to buy a ticket? Oh well. Do you want to see Braun Strowman Goldberg, or do you want to see Drew McIntyre Brock Lesnar? Exactly. Like I think they. Know. I think they could pull that off if they planned it properly. I feel I, like if they did, they wouldn't have two huge stadium shows. Why not? I think they could. I think they could do it because you know you could sell. I mean, they would do it for uh, for NXT too. Do they not sell out if it's like WrestleMania? Do they not sell out? Uh, MetLife last year, or am I mistaken? Well, that's what I'm saying. They're doing in that case, it's an arena show followed by the stadium. Hmm, okay, and I think I mean, that's a possibility. Maybe they, yeah, maybe they could do something like that. Like if, like I'm just saying, using New York, New York as a, as an example, they do maybe one night at the Barclays, one night at MSG, and then they do the Sunday show, the big show at MetLife. So they I would, think they could do two arena shows. They could do that too. Yeah. Be two arena or two stadium shows. Oh, sorry, yeah, two stadium shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> it's it's a lot to process. I think that if they could figure it out, I think it's worth it. The two nights, I like, like I said, I enjoyed it a lot more. And I've been saying the last couple of weeks, like more times than not, at the end of the day, WrestleMania isn't that great. And say the past maybe five to ten years, because it's eight hours long. You're by the main event. You're exhausted you don't care exactly but it felt like things mattered the way they were able to spread it out right 
Yeah, and like like I said, like as unfortunate as the situation is that we had to do it on two nights, it actually worked out better for viewers because we weren't up until 12 midnight exhausted from watching all these matches and just trying to get through the main event matches. We actually got time to invest in – they invested in the storyline. Oh, shit, to- dude. Hold up. All right, people. So this may have jumped a little bit. We had to restart. Uh, our good pal Drew clicked go live on Twitch instead of record. <laughs> For the first four and change minutes of this podcast was live on Twitch. Oh my I don't God, remember dude. what we what Clem was talking uh, about. <laughs> minor technical difficulties. Maybe, maybe it was. Oh, I think dude. we were saying two nights of WrestleMania. Things had time to breathe. If that's not what we were talking about, the quarantine's not dead. a big deal. You know yeah. more that you know better than we do because after it's all edited, it'll be about twenty seconds earlier. But nonetheless, we're just gonna jump right into this WrestleMania card. We'll break things down. Drew, did you press record this time? Yeah, we pressed record. We're good. All right, good, good, good. <laughs> All right, let's start this thing off. Um, we don't need to talk about the two kickoff show matches, but Cesaro beat Drew Gulak on night one. Liv Morgan beat Natalia on night two. Neither of those things do anything for me. Cesaro Gulak, I was interested in. It went four minutes, so <laughs> whatever. Um, first match of the main card, night one. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, new tag team champions. Uh... For what it's worth, I thought this match was really solid. It was pretty good. It was pretty good, you know, watching it back. It was a good it was a good show to like it was a good match to start off the night. It wasn't too exciting, but it wasn't like too boring. It was like, okay, I'm gonna get into this very slowly. And it, and it was a good good match between between both tags. Yeah, perfect way yeah, to start up uh, WrestleMania. Pretty standard tag match, but you know, it was kind of fun. There was some spots that were exciting. And uh, I think we all kind of expected Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross to win. Yeah, I think we all had Alexa and Nikki win when we were doing the preview. I think it was. I think they needed to win, especially now. You can what they're going to do with Oscar and Kyrie saying I don't know, but Raw after Mania starts with Oscar alone. Oh, they Toby, her. <laughs> shout, shout out Drew's dog. Uh, they she mentioned Oscar. They introduced her as one of the Kabuki Warriors. Exactly. So yeah, that's that's what I was about to say before I was rudely interrupted by Toby. Dog. Uh, nonetheless, Alexa and Nikki Cross get the win. What's next for these women's tag champs? I don't know. Uh, Fire and Desire are broken up. Is there anybody left? Yeah. What happened to What happened to the Iconics? They haven't been on TV in like eight months. Yeah. They're not what? hurt or anything. They're they're healthy. Yeah. They're just not on TV. I I mean they're the before Mandy and Sonya broke up as we saw at Mania, which we'll get into. But before they were attacked, they were a legit tag. I don't know why they're not bringing them back. Like, are they are they free agents? Like, I just generally have no idea why they're not on TV. God, whatever. That's really kind of all I have. I don't know. I don't know who they're going to wrestle. That's uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. But maybe they put Naomi and Lacey Evans together or something. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Uh, anyway, we'll move it on. Uh, Elias and King Corbin. Uh, they stole the show. That's what we were all waiting for. Uh, Elias got the win, which... Okay. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe he won, honestly. Uh, okay, that's... Sure. <laughs> so strange. What are they doing Like, what are they doing with Elias that, that he needed the win there? He didn't need the win. Baron Corbin, I guess, needed the win, but it doesn't hurt him. Like, it really... Either way they went, it, I don't so, think it mattered. Elias did the crazy spot on SmackDown. He fell off the railing. And it kind of, it kind of, everyone thought like maybe he won't wrestle Corbin. Maybe he won't be there. Yeah, I expected it. Oh, he can't wrestle. Who's the substitute? Oh, look, it's Gronk. Gronk or anyone, but then he comes out. He he limps out to the ring during the match. He barely sold at all, like the injury. I was like, okay, sure. And then he he rolled him up, which is and he he grabbed the tights, which is like a heel move. I don't know. It didn't really make any sense. Yeah, a lot. Again, it was it was whatever. Then then we moved on to. The Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler. Uh, it didn't even go 10 minutes. I'm looking at the Wikipedia card right here. It went eight and a half. Becky got the win. She rolled up Shayna Baszler, very similar to how she won the title in the first place, rolling up Ronda. I was enjoying the match. I thought, you know, I expected it to go a little longer. I also expected Shayna to win, but I think they want to keep Shayna looking strong. They didn't want to drop the title off Becky. This isn't over, I guess. I, I don't think it's over, but I don't think Shayna really looked strong, really, in an eight-minute, eight-and-a-half-minute match. And yeah. especially, you know, she had her in the uh, 
in her submission move, and then she gets pinned basically by her own submission move. And it was just like, that's how this match is ending. Like, I know you don't want to see Shayna get submitted with the armbar, but I, I I wasn't really a fan of this ending. It was kind of reminiscent to last WrestleMania where you looked away for a second, like, oh, wow, that's it. Okay. And then I was like, all right, wow. Um, I was surprised. I, I thought for sure that Shayna was going to win. I was happy. I liked Becky a lot more. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't hate that she, that Becky's still a champion. I just, I think I just expect there a better ending from these, from these two great wrestlers. I think it's going to be a longer feud than just one match. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so Becky gets the win. She's champion for a full year. That's the third match on the card. Then they go to the IC title. Who's the most excited I was all WrestleMania weekend? Sami Zayn. Daniel Bryan, Intercontinental Championship. Sami Zayn gets the win. It was a lot of cat and mouse. Sami Zayn was running all over. As it happened, I was so, so annoyed with this match. How'd you guys feel? Why were you annoyed? Why were you annoyed? Because obviously I'm a big Sami Zayn fan. He's my favorite wrestler. All I wanted... Finally, he, he the beginning I enjoyed. He was running around, but I was hoping that finally he'd get in the ring. They'd have a legitimate match. Instead, it was the one haluva kick off the top rope pin. It was a clean win, though. I think it's right. also so, another few that's going to continue. Yeah. Right. I... So, so what I'm saying is that I was annoyed as it was happening, but after I sat on it for like a day, I, I thought about it, and I was like, all right, I, I guess I'm cool with this. I didn't think that Sammy was actually going to win. I thought Daniel Bryan was going to win and hold the title. But I mean, I don't hate Sammy holding the title any uh, longer. But I, but yeah, I do agree with you, Drew. That this is this like like Shayna and Becky. This is going to last longer than just this match. Sammy was one of like two or three heels that won. It's pretty much an all face show. Which yeah, different. not surprised though. <laughs> with WrestleMania, with, yeah, makes sense. So then the next couple matches is really where the show picked up. I mean, there's four left and three of them not counting the universal title were great. Um, the triple threat ladder match for the SmackDown tag titles, it was Morrison, Jimmy Uso, and Kofi. I still can't believe that they did a ladder match with no crowd. Come to think of it, they've done two ladder matches now in a week with no crowd. They did the the women's six person on NXT, but um, Morrison gets the win. This was a lot of fun. This was a good match. This was a very entertaining match, and especially, like you said, Matt, this is where it picked up, and it really got like the people watching at home going. Like it, you got to watch it, especially it was different because it wasn't all all the tags; it was just one from each tag. And the way it ended too, oh, I'm like that. You've never seen that before. You liked it. You liked the ending. I loved it. I actually liked it. The ending it killed it for it. me. I, I was yeah. so mad at the ending. Yeah, really? I have to agree with Mark. I thought it was creative. I thought it was such a fun match, and for it to end like that with the freedom of holding the belts, and then Morrison falls over holding it, and I was like, "Oh, that's so bad." You know what? I like it because it's different. That's okay. what you, you've never seen that before, and I was like, "Okay." Instead of it being like, "Oh, you know, Kofi struggling to get up," and then Morrison comes out of nowhere and then gets it. It, it was right. different that they were all, all three of them were holding it, and that Morrison was able to pull the titles off of it and fall on the ladder and be the champ. I like that. That's what I liked that it was never done before. Okay. I, I want to ask you guys something because I want to know if I'm the only one that feels this way. You know what I would have preferred because the Miz was sick, which is why this was one on one on one. But I'm assuming that Jey Uso and Big E were perfectly fine if they made Morrison defend the titles two on two on one to get Big E and Jey Uso involved, and Morrison still ended up winning. I feel like that gives him a lot of heat. They can come back on SmackDown and say, "Oh, I." We're still the champions. I beat four other guys by myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I could have seen them doing that. I think it would have been more fun, but the, the three guys they gave us in that match, I like. It's I'm not complaining, but I, I think that's that's what I was thinking going in. Yeah, that could have worked for the heel, too, and uh, it probably would have been better if Biggie got a chance to be a part of it, too, along with the other Usos. So, yeah, no, that's a good point. So then the next match, uh, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens – it started, Seth Rollins hit him with the ring bell for the DQ, but then KO came back out and said, hey, let's make this no DQ, which I guess it you know, it should have been to begin with, but then the way they told that story, I didn't mind. KO got the much-needed win. I thought this match 
with the, ex the, ex the exce exception you'll get into, I thought this match stole the show. Matt, your uh, your microphone was like it, 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 like the, it, like stuttered a bit. Yeah, we heard you, but it was just, uh, <laughs> took a while to get out, but we got it. Uh, I think this was the Hooray. best. I think this was the best match on the card. On the first night or in total? In total. Really? Okay. Actual match? Yeah, like actual match. Okay. Right. <laughs> Not like Hollywood stunt film. <laughs> Not the movie. <laughs> no, it was really good. They kind of teased you at first, so like, oh, like. Heel Seth, he gets himself DQ'd, and then Kevin Owens like, no, 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 let's do it again. And uh, the, the spot was crazy. Kevin Owens jumped off some giant structure onto Seth. It was yeah, good. It, it was really good. I liked it a lot, and I liked how they used the ring bell as a weapon. You don't really see the ring bell being used anymore as a weapon. And the fact, you know, and like, and like you guys all mentioned, I agree with you that a hundred percent that this is probably best match of the. Let me rephrase that: the the non Hollywood one of the best matches, best <laughs> oh. in ring match. Best in-ring match, yes. I, I thought it was you. one of the better ones. And, you know, the fact that, you know, you, like Mark, you just said, you saw heel Seth, you hit him with the ring bell, and then Kevin's like, nah, F that, screw that, I'm not doing that. We're going to have a no DQ and then the spot off the WrestleMania sign. Genius. You know what I like, thought was interesting? So KO hit the elbow, and that's the first time in as long as I can remember. I don't know when the last time that somebody jumped off something big like that and actually hit an elbow onto the guy on the announce table without him rolling over. Usually we see Shane do that, and the guy rolls out, he just explodes the table. But the elbow actually hit. Yeah. Maybe Seth to Brock at the Rumble like four years ago? Five years ago? Might have been the last oh, time. Oh, what did he do? He, did, did he, do, he didn't do a Phoenix Splash into the thing, right? Into the table. Oh, maybe he did. Maybe he did a splash. Maybe he did. That's, that's nuts. I don't know. But... It was it was refreshing to see it actually hit. Uh, icing on the cake of this match. Um, after this, we had did we have the universal title? I think was next. Yeah, yeah. two minutes. Braun Strowman and Goldberg. So a week before WrestleMania, I had texted you guys that I think I might have gotten something spoiled inadvertently. It was this. I was I was scrolling through Instagram and it was like a WWE posted some sort of picture promoting WrestleMania, and I looked in the comments. And the top comment was some asshole who was like, Braun Strowman wins the Universal title. Check Wikipedia and search Universal title and look at the championship reigns. And I was like, all right, well, now I have to. I went to Wikipedia, <laughs> searched Universal Championship, and it said current champion. Because it was like a, a day or two after the taping. Yeah. The current champion, Braun Strowman, he's held the title for two days, but it's not officially recognized until WrestleMania. I was like, this guy... So not only am I mad that Braun Strowman is the champion, the fact that I had to sit there for a week and be like, I can't believe this is really happening. And you knew it was going to happen, yeah. I'm so annoyed. I don't hate it. I like Strowman I do. as the champion. Now, would, now, hold on, Matt. Would you prefer Braun or Goldberg as champion? Well, exactly. Yeah, come I, on now. Goldberg is gone. Take what you can get. Um, I agree, but... Did you, see, did you guys see... I don't know if you guys browsed the Reddit uh, around this That's time. That's what that I was about to bring up. Yeah. Uh, I was about to bring up just the fact that they jobbed out Bray Wyatt to Goldberg and it didn't mean anything in, at the end. No, no, no. Not only that, but Goldberg requested it that he that yeah. that he won the he title in lose. Saudi Arabia. He said he wouldn't lose the match, right? Yeah. So the so the the younger audience wouldn't uh, think he's a clown. It would kill so his character. It would kill his, his character. Yeah, he said it would, it would kill his character, and the younger fans would want to see the superhero beat the villain, which no, I agree with. But the superhero. Yeah, but let me tell you Goldberg. something. The fucking the kids don't give a shit about Goldberg. Exactly. And that was and that was for Roman Reigns to beat the villain, not for Goldberg to beat. The exactly. Villain. That being said, and like oh, I'm annoyed with it. I don't want Goldberg to be the champion. I don't want Braun Strowman to be the champion. It wasn't. It was a lose lose for me. That being said, if Bray Wyatt was champion and we got him versus Roman Reigns, there's a 100% chance we would have not gotten anything better at WrestleMania than what we did end up getting with Bray Wyatt, which we'll get into. I agree with you, but I, I'm very happy Strowman has the title. I thought he – I mean, it's. I know you don't give the big guy like this a title that often, but I feel like, you know, he works good in the ring. He do, He's good on the mic. I think he's good on the mic. He's fine. I, I, yeah, I, hands. He's not good on the mic. You're not good on the mic. Um, You're gonna get these hands, and then he does a shoulder tackle. Yippee! 
Oh, okay, come on. You can say that about anyone. You can't see me, John Cena. Okay. It's the, Here's the thing on. about Braun Strowman. Hold on, hold on, Drew. Before you go, before you go, I. Clem, are you comparing John Cena and Braun Strowman? Oh, no, knock it off, man. You're no, always... what I mean is that you're going to compare the one line he has. John Cena has one That's line. The only, no, but what I'm saying is that Braun only has that line. Cena would say, you can't see me, but then talk. <laughs> Strowman can talk. Strowman can definitely talk. I don't know what you're talking about. Drew, yeah. make your point. Uh, he, here's the thing about Braun Strowman. He's over as hell, right? He does, yep. not, he does not need to be a good wrestler. If he's over he with everybody. He does everything for me. Dude, he's hype as hell. I, 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 I see Braun Strowman on my screen. I'm like, all right, this is about to be funny as hell. Like, I'm going to watch yeah. I'm gonna watch a big man destroy everybody. That's hilarious. Hey, I love Braun Strowman. It's just some irrational hatred you have toward him. Yeah. yeah like, there's a lot of uh, interesting and exciting possibilities between Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt and different things they can do with him. And... It's exciting. It's cool. Yeah. Dude, imagine the only th- anybody on the SmackDown roster against Braun Strowman is a good match. The only thing that'll salvage it for me is if they do Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt just because of the <laughs> history. And I'm sh- yeah. sure the story will be good with Bray Wyatt. Exactly. And, that, and, and like Drew just said, you can put anyone on the SmackDown roster against Strowman. It'll be, it'll be good. It'll be entertaining. Whether yeah. it's Strowman, you know, if you want to give Kofi another shot at the title, if you want to give it to Bray, whoever it is, you it, it, it'll dude, work Daniel you. Bryan, Cesaro, Nakamura, Sami Zayn. Dude, every single one of those people on that roster can do a match with Braun Strowman, and it'll be entertaining. Well, let me ask you. Well, let me ask you something. The last guy to pin Braun Strowman is Sami Zayn. I'm not worried about people pinning him. I'm, I'm, I'm no, worried. No, no. I'm worried about it being entertaining, That's and I know it, for a fact it's going to happen. So, like, I'm, I'm not mad about Braun Strowman being WWE champion. That's not what I. That's meant. the point I'm, I'm saying. Made. No, but what I mean is that the last guy to pin him was Sami Zayn. It happened a month ago. Does Sami Zayn come out on SmackDown and be like, hey, I pinned you for the IC title? No, no. He'd be a clown. He'd be a clown. But that makes sense. They pretend like that never happened because they didn't want that to happen. (laughs) Yeah. Short-term memory. I I agree. It's never brought up again. Yeah, it won't be. Um, Main event of night one. uh, AJ Styles, first off, main eventing WrestleMania against the undertaker in the boneyard match which could have meant anything going in uh, but i don't think anybody expected what we got out of it what'd you guys think it was amazing i thought it was very good the production of i obviously you know it was hollywood produced you can tell it was very but it was very very good very entertaining you know and i the i think the icing on the cake was just the fact that we got American Badass Undertaker right from the get-go, I was we like... We kind of got both. Let's go. Yeah, but don't well, let yeah. Biscuit, though. Yeah, yeah but I... Uh, keep rolling. They're waiting for that. I liked it a lot. I thought this was an incredible match. Hollywood produced or not, this was incredible. It was really good to watch. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I thought it was very, very well done. Um, I th- This and the Firefly Funhouse, we'll get into that in a little bit, but... With the success of those two, I guess I'll call them matches. Plus, then they kind of did a similar thing with Gargano and Champa yesterday on NXT. Do you think that that's going to happen a lot more in the future? No. I think you, you see it every now and again. Like, you saw it with the, uh, the Hardy compound match. You saw it here. I think this was just a... A circumstance where you, it's like okay, it had it had to happen. I do, I don't think we'll see it that much in the future though. I, think we're, what, I, I was gonna say yeah, Drew, you go. I think uh, we're gonna get a lot more of these, especially yeah. for the especially for the part timers. I hope not because I feel like this is something that has to be a once in a while thing to really have maximum impact. But also, I think Vince and everyone sees how well receptive this was, so it probably will be seen more. I can see that happening, yeah. I feel that these would be very... Like, they wouldn't have been as well-received if it wasn't a no-crowd show. Because nobody wants to go to the show, especially WrestleMania, if they're in the arena, to sit with, you know, with their neck bent a weird way, looking at the Tron to watch this 25-minute video. That's fair. So, it I think... As long as they're doing no crowd shows, it's a possibility. But once they start getting back into arenas with people, 
I don't know how often they're going to do this. Yeah. But like uh, one of you guys said, whether it was Drew or Mark, um, that the the possibilities of part-timers doing this more, I don't think Undertaker will ever that isn't this. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see you know Stone Cold in a Broken Skull Ranch match or some shit like that. Or if Vince says, oh, I can get Hogan to do something like this, like it, it'll just keep happening for definitely that he's wanted Undertaker. to bring back that couldn't work. It doesn't even have to be like a full length, like as long as these were. They could even just do like more backstage stuff like this. Like you don't have, you could tape these in advance, do film it backstage and say like, oh yeah, it's a match. You know, it's, it doesn't have to be a full fledged production. That's true. It just gives it gives more creativity to WWE for them to do different things, as opposed to just doing all of it in the ring. I have one complaint with the Boneyard match, and it's not even a complaint, but I I think it would have popped me if at the end when AJ's hand was poked out of the dirt, if the hand was giving the two sweet. <laughs> I thought that would have been hysterical. I would have been over the top goofy. That wouldn't have. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would have, I that would have missed for me. I would have enjoyed it. Um, so after the Boneyard match, show ends night one, before night two. So, you know, ten thirty, eleven o'clock on Saturday night. What were your immediate reactions after this first night of WrestleMania? I thought it was decent. I thought for what the circumstances came to, you know, the fact that it was a three. I liked that it was three hours. And that it ended before uh, ten o'clock. I I thought it was very. I thought it was good for for what it they had for the matches they had. I thought it was it was. I thought it was decent. I thought it was pretty decent. Day one, I was underwhelmed for sure. I didn't I didn't love what I saw, but Kevin Owens and Seth was really good, and the Boneyard match was awesome. The rest was in it for me. Uh, I agree with Mark. Uh, I think a lot of the matches were kind of like filler. Uh, besides the besides the most important ones. I think the uh, latter match you can put in that category too, Mark. Matt, you didn't talk about Charlotte that was on night one. Correct? Did you go? Hold on, wait. No, we... that, that started night two. Oh, okay, my bad. The latter match, you know, if if it were the full tag teams, I probably would have enjoyed it more too. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think night one's still better than night two. But we'll get into night two. They're really close for me. Continue. We can go. We can go night two. So, night two, Mark, you jumped the gun a little bit. Starts off Charlotte, Rhea Ripley. I, I Did anybody think Charlotte was going to win? I, I, I didn't know where this match was going to go. Like, I didn't know if Charlotte was going to win. I didn't know if Rhea was going to win. I think we I all had Rhea last week. Uh, when we, all all picked, we all picked I feel like Rhea. We all had Rhea. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, we I picked Rhea, but I wasn't confident with Rhea winning. Like, I didn't, I just generally had no idea who was going to win this match. Can I tell you something? Yes. I love it. Oh, it's cool for sure. I absolutely love it. I just don't uh, know how I feel. Division. I just don't know how I feel about uh, Rhea now. The it's NXT the, women's it's the division. Tap out for me. She shouldn't have tapped. Right, but look, the NXT women's division is stacked. Charlotte can go have matches with everybody, and they can build Rhea Ripley back up. Road to Redemption, whether it's SummerSlam, whether it's Survivor Series or something, she then gets the win on Charlotte Flair. I think that does more for her. Than if she beat her the first try. I think I think they saw the potential of Bianca Belair and Charlotte uh, when they had that promo in the ring a few weeks ago, uh, and they they said we could we could run with this if we wanted to. Well, now it looks like Bianca's on Raw. So she got called up now, right? Uh, okay. I don't know if she's called up. I think she's called up. Drew, did you not watch Raw? I did watch Raw, but I'm saying like I don't know if she's fully called. Like she could <laughs> she, she could potentially work she, both shows. She flat out I, was yeah. on Raw, looked in the camera, and said. I go here now. Yeah, but like, can she go back to? I mean, technically, I they're she's, both. I feel like she's on Raw. Like I think Charlotte's supposed to work both, right? She's supposed to work Raw and NXT. I think so. Yeah, but that's different. She's a champion, and I technically she's on Raw. I guess I don't know. Who knows what the rules are? Um, but and then we had Io Shirai wins that ladder match yesterday on NXT. So we're gonna get Charlotte versus Io Shirai. Will be her first title defense. Not complaining. I mean, I'm not complaining, but I don't realistically see Io Shirai winning this match. No, no, no chance. No, she doesn't have to. No shot. I, th- I think the only way Charlotte loses the NXT title is to back to Rhea Ripley. At some point. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. 
But I think that's the only thing that makes sense because right now, whoever the only the only other person I would I would have said who could challenge uh, Charlotte for the title would have been Bianca. But now that if she's on Raw just exclusively, then the only other person who could realistically beat Charlotte is Rhea. I think there's also the the possibilities of Dakota Kai and um, uh, Nixon Newell, not Nixon Newell, Tegan Knox. Sorry, Tegan Knox. I just Come called her by on, her fucking Tegan. indie name. Uh, and uh, Candice, Candice LeRae too. I'm not big on Candice. I've never been big on her. It's because you've only watched her wrestle on NXT. She hasn't done anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, what and, should and, I? And every and every time you say that, that's what I say to you. What should tell? What should I watch her on so I can so, so I can? You can watch anything, but she's she hasn't really gotten an opportunity in NXT because for the most part she's been. Oh, that's Candice LeRae, Johnny Gargano's wife. Yeah, I guess. I really hope uh, that Bianca Belair gets like a real program and not, not not the mouthpiece, but not just standing around with the street profits and doing like nonsense with Lena Vega. I yeah. agree. Yeah, but you know that you know you so know good. she's gonna be paired with the street profits. You know, you that it's gonna happen. No, she is right now. But I'm saying I hope that it's not like Carmella to Big Cass Nenzo. I hope she has her own stuff to do. Oh no! The difference between Carmella and Bianca is Bianca is actually really good. Yeah, I hope <laughs> they know that the writers. I hope so too. But you know, like everyone else who gets brought up to Raw, they they manage to ruin them within days. So we'll see. Yeah, I hope I hope they uh, they give Bianca something to do. But I don't see her going to the title right away with Becky because it looks like Shayna Baszler isn't done there. Um, yeah, but Bianca's dope. Her on the Raw is fun. Uh, I think it's a good start putting her with the Street Profits and having her do stuff with Zelina Vega. But eventually, she's got to do her own thing. Um, next match, for no reason, Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley. Bob. The match was whatever. But I think the the biggest part is, obviously, Aleister Black gets the win. But I think the biggest part is... You saw Lana said, like, Bobby Lashley was going to hit the Dominator. She's like, no, hit the spear, hit the spear. So he went for the spear and called it the Black Mass. Then there was a backstage interview. Bobby was like, oh, maybe I need new representation or a new wife. And then Lana came out and he, she was like, what are you guys talking about? And he's like, nothing left. So they're going to split up, which I love. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. So I, I think that, I feel like that's the biggest takeaway. I miss probably Ruth. divorce now. Like, they're ready for the, the divorce. Uh, the ending. I miss Rusev. Me too. But what this does for me, Bobby Lashley and Lana, they split up. We can take Bobby Lashley serious again. SummerSlam. Bob Lashley, Brock Lesnar. Book it. No, I'm not. I'm not. Dude, I could care less about Bobby Lashley fighting Brock Lesnar. Two years ago, I was like, okay, let's go. Bob Lashley, Brock Lesnar. But no, they screwed that up, so I, I don't care anymore. I know. That's why they need to fix it. I'm not ready for it. Or, or just not ever do it. Just don't. Don't do I it. I want to see it happen. But, like, Bobby Lashley, when is when was the last match Bobby Lashley had that was good? Um, Well, at the I guess it was, like, like summer 2018 when he was feuding with Roman. Then he beat Roman, and they were yeah, like, Roman's right. the number don't, one contender. Don't give me that. Ro- David, no, no. He cannot this put on a good match, match, dude. He hasn't put on a good match in years, brother. But yeah, but Those Matt, matches that... were solid. He no. beat Roman, and then they were I... like, Roman's the number one contender. It didn't make any sense. I do agree with Matt that those were three decent matches. <laughs> on my screen, then... Clem, you're pointing at Mark, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like... My screen marks above me and Matt's to the left. Here's my layout. I have Matt this way, you're above me, and then I have Mark that way. Yeah, I got um well it's gonna be wrong. Matt, <laughs> Mark, and then you're diagonal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, but yeah, I Matt, I agree with you on, on that part where like yeah, two years ago he that was like the probably the last time that Bobby Lesher was booked decently. But I don't care about it anymore now. Like, Matt, they, would, they would have to build up Lashley legitimately, not against jobbers, for like six months for me to give a crap at all about it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do it. I, I, I agree with you. That's what I'm looking for them to do. Yeah, but do I want to be invested in Bob Lashley anymore? I don't know. Bob. <laughs> Love Bob. Big Bob Lashley guy. Uh, match of the century after this. Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Oh, yeah. 
amazing. I think this, not the match, the match was never going to be great, but the moment after the match with Otis and Mandy Rose, I think that is the moment that suffered the most for not having a crowd. Oh, yeah. The stadium would have been yeah. absolutely electric when they got together. Oh, that was I lo- that was so good. I'm so happy they they got together. Mandy punched the dolphin in the nuts. Oh, so good. Everything was so good. And now Fire and Desire are split. Kind of oh, kind of sucks. Kind of sucks for Sonya, but I'm happy for Otis. Big O. Why does it suck for Sonya? Because the Sony's just gonna get written off now. There's no way she's probably be- not really gonna do anything. Yeah, exactly. She's not going to do it. As much as I love Sonya, and I think she should get pushed over Mandy, it's not going to happen. Okay, that's fair. It sucks, but I'm very happy. I love this. This is probably my... my It wasn't the best, but this was my favorite one that I watched this weekend, that weekend. I don't know what they do now, though. Are they going to be a couple on screen, or is that what we're thinking this... Yeah, that's, I guess. I, I mean, I, I, they'll probably I, I, do... I was going to say, I can see the this storyline still going, but like Sonya be with Dolph and Mandy be with Otis and just go for maybe like another month, maybe. That's what I was going to say. They're going to do another six weeks of mixed tag matches and then they'll just stop and then they'll just all be off TV. Yeah. Well, let's not be <laughs> negative about it. Come on now. I mean, I like it. I like the storyline, but I just don't, I don't know where you can go, where, where you can go from here, you know? It's That's what like, I'm saying. Like, it's felt like the it's all about... I don't think exactly. It was all about it was all about the big payoff. We got the big payoff, which was great, but like how far do we realistically see them going with Otis? Yeah, exactly. Like what's the next step? Them having sex? Like <laughs> I, I don't think so. I don't think yeah, I don't think that'll happen. I don't think that will happen either. But that that would be the next after thing. Like, oh look, hey, they're dating. Or like the next thing they get married. Well she can manage heavy machinery. That could be dope. Yeah, probably. And Tucker didn't even come out for this match, did he? No. No, it probably wouldn't have been too many people. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. He was like written uh, off on the, the go-home. He got hit by like the, the steps. Oh, so. that's true. Yeah. He did the zigzag on the steps. Sure. That makes a little bit of sense. Um, What do we got? One, two, three, four, five matches left. Uh, Edge and Randy Orton, last man standing. Um, This ended up being the third longest WrestleMania match ever. Uh, It went 36 and a half minutes. I didn't like thing, it. You didn't it like, like it? I didn't like it. The wow. ending was great. The ending was great. The ending was incredible. Oh yeah. The, tw- the twenty minutes in the middle, I didn't need at I all. Th- I think it could have went ten to fifteen minutes shorter. <laughs> I didn't dislike it though. I loved it, dude. I loved every. I loved all of it. It was it was very long, but I liked the match. Don't the get me wrong. Thing, the one thing I liked about it too is they literally used the entire arena. Yeah. I Which love- they wouldn't have been able to do in the stadium. Exactly. I would. I love when they do like matches, like even false count anywhere matches or like matches like this, where they use the whole arena, use it to the advantage. I don't want to see you just. Oh, we went up the ramp, we came back. That was it. No, use the whole thing. I like that part. I liked how they went backstage. They went in the offices. They did. And it was just incredible watching this match. In insane. The ending was great. When Edge wasn't sure if he should do it or not, he's battling his demons. He does it. That, that was a great spot. But it's just, it was very, very slow for a good like twenty minutes. And it was, I don't know. I think it could have been 10 to 12 minutes shorter. Uh, That's my only complaint. Four four to five stars. Yeah. Five stars, no no way. way. I said four out of of five stars. Oh, you said four or five stars. I said four out of five. Um, In a normal, non-quarantined world, what's next for Edge in the WWE? Anybody. He could fight anybody, dude. Maybe AJ. AJ AJ's, AJ's dead. dead. <laughs> he got buried. That's right. Yeah, he's buried. Uh, probably Rollins. Uh, probably Rollins. Seth. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um, you know what I forgot to mention actually, uh, about the Boneyard match. I think the best part about it is whenever AJ Styles does come back from this, whether it's six months with it's SummerSlam, whatever it ends up being, it should be a long time. Yeah. But whenever it is, he's gonna come back white, freaking hot. Oh yeah, shoosh yeah. And I, th- I think that's the best part. It's gonna be interesting. But to go back with Edge, I mean, you can literally put him with anyone. It'll Are we be... expecting Edge to be there like semi regularly once this all goes back to normal? Like, there's gonna be more. About... I don't think so. I think he's gonna be. He's... I think he's gonna be like a big match uh, pay per view guy. 
I feel think, like he'll he'll be a big four pay per view. Yeah, yeah, probably be like a Lesnar. I was. Okay. Gonna say, I think I read a while ago where he signed back like when he came back at the Rumble. Yeah. yeah, he was gonna do like he was gonna do a short schedule, and I I I think it's gonna be like a Brock Lesnar, maybe like a Randy Orton kind of contract where he like you know you don't have to be there every week. Yeah, I think it was like I want to say it was. I want to say it was th- like he doesn't have to work every say, day. I want to say it was a three year five match per year deal i think yeah something like that yeah it was definitely three years i feel like the five match per five match per year sounds right so yeah i mean i mean again i don't know what they're gonna do now but you have SummerSlam, you have survivor series you have the rumble you have money in the bank or something in between now and we're like i said last week wrestlemania 38 he's gonna drop the title of john cena my, my buddies want uh, telling me uh, Couple matches left. Raw tag team chat. The jerk. You What's up? Can I come out? Oh. Everybody's talking all at once. I can hear a damn thing. I'm, I'm lagging. I'm lagging. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying. One of my buddies was saying that he really wants Edge to win the briefcase, so it's like a callback to where it all started. But that's a lot. I don't know. If... That would be cool, but I don't think he needs the time. I don't know how I feel about that, brother. It's it's a little extreme if you want Mister Money in the Bank. Yeah, I don't want him in a ladder match. I don't want him to hurt himself. Oh. Yeah, that too. Anytime I think that stick yeah. to stick to regular matches or like you know like last man standing. I mean, like those are fun. Forty minute last man standing. Yeah, match. like you can be like, no, nah, he doesn't need to have. No, that. but that's like different, dude. Like the last man standing match. Like I, I got you, I got you. It, 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 there was nothing like that. It was dangerous. There was no dangerous spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you I, know? I, I, I agree. What about the uh, the steel fence on top of the uh, conference room that he jumped off? Of? <laughs> no. Nothing. They were, that whole time they were on the truck, I was so nervous. The truck, the oh, truck was cool. The truck so was nervous. cool, definitely cool. But anytime he like he got hit in the neck or the head or something, I'm just like, oh god, please don't get. Oh, hurt. That, that was that was intentional though. That was really cool. It's like whenever whenever I see Daniel Bryan take a German suplex. Well, yeah, Daniel Bryan versus Lesnar last year. Directly, on, directly on his neck, and you're cringing. It's like, oh, it's his neck. Um, oh. Back to your point though, Mark, and the Money in the Bank. Um, I feel I wouldn't doubt that i mean i don't think it'll happen but i wouldn't be surprised if edge did get one more title run to put somebody over i don't know if he needs the briefcase to get that shot i think he could say hey i'm edge i haven't been here for nine years i'm a hall of famer i had to give up my title give me a title match and people would say yeah we want to see that you know what i mean yeah like that that works could you see edge versus Strowman? no i can see edge versus mcintyre Yes. Considering uh, McIntyre, I mean, Edge, Edge, one of the first people Edge came back and speared was McIntyre. Uh, in the Rumble. Yeah. In the Rumble, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a call back to that. That's true. Uh, I'm really excited. Did you guys watch the the Edge documentary on the network? Phenomenal. Not yet. I heard. Claim really you didn't watch it. I heard. I heard, I heard, yeah, I heard it was so really good. good. So good. Best. It's it was the. It's the best documentary that WWE's put out. Really? Yeah. Besides the Hardys, yeah. I would say the Hardys one was great. Besides the Hardys, yeah. It's up there. I would honestly call them one and two in any order. Yeah. It's impo- There's no way you can watch that and be like, you know, Edge isn't my favorite wrestler. Literally. It was I, it I was thought amazing. about it. I thought about it in my head after I watched that, and I was like, he might be what, probably top three for me. I was about to say, he's one of my top three favorites yeah. of all time in some sort of order. Um, Electric. It was so good. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with him. Moving on, just the fact that he's back blows my mind. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championship, Street Profits, Garza and Theory, nothing much here other than Bianca debuting. Yeah. Street Profits retain fun. Yeah, yeah. They, were the lock, they were the lock of the century. They were going to win the match, and then Bianca came out. It was a nice little surprise. Yeah. It's funny. When they were getting beat down, I was trying to figure out who was going to come out to save them. And Bianca's the op- – and looking back, that Bianca's the obvious choice, but – I could not at all think of Bianca Belair. Yeah, yeah. No, I was the same thing. I couldn't think of any. I was like, are the War Raiders going to come out? They're kind of friends. I, They're kind I of like, friends. Why, why is Alina Vega super kicking, uh, what's his name right now? What's going on? It's like, oh, this all makes sense now. Uh, it, exactly. I showed you guys the card in our group chat that me and my buddy bet on, and one of the things on there is special appearances, and putting Bianca didn't even make any sense because I didn't even think about, oh, you know, Zelina Vega would come out for Angel Garza. Bianca would – come out and help the street pop didn't even put two and two together and i texted mike dawes after that and he, i was just like we should have got that that should have been we should have it was so obvious yeah, but it was I, so I, didn't, obvious. I couldn't think of it at all 
exactly. Matt, I remember uh, yeah. you, sent us a, you sent us a tweet or something that uh, someone said if this moment was live, the place would lose their minds. What do you think that was? I sent that to you? Yeah, like weeks ago or right, right when I did like the taping. There was a whole thing where it was like there's like one crazy moment that if this happened in a live crowd, they would like lose their minds. I didn't – I couldn't – I was like looking for I, that spot. I don't remember that. Um, Wait, for the Street Profits match? No, just no, for WrestleMania in general. Oh, he's probably um, talking about Otis and Mandy. He just said that before, didn't he? I feel like that? it has to be that. It's probably that then, yeah. Oh, there, because, I mean, maybe McIntyre, but like, I, I feel oh yeah, like no, McIntyre, yeah, McIntyre, yeah. I feel like Otis is the one. Um, yeah, so Raw Tag Team Champions, they retain whatever. Um, the longest match on night two, except for the last man standing match, nineteen and a half minutes for the Fatal Five Way Elimination match. I love this match. Um, I thought it was really good. I think it went the middle part. Well, the I let me figure out how to word this. The beginning up until Tamina got eliminated first yeah. went a little went a little bit long. Yeah, but I loved how they eliminated Tamina. They all did moves off the top, then they pinned her together because for some reason Tamina is you know they're gonna make her look strong because he's she's gigantic. Um, from when. The Tamina getting eliminated spot on. Thought it was great. Yeah, thought it was really. I actually yeah. thought this was the best match in WrestleMania. Actually, I I really liked it. Wow. I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's a hot that's a take. I, lo- I love that take. To be a like a hot take, to be a crazy proclamation. I was just I was really invested in it. I was waiting to see what happened with Sasha and Bailey. Um, Naomi was amazing. Naomi. Was oh, Naomi! Naomi awesome. kills it every time, dude. And Lacey Evans was great too. Lacey was. I was awesome. about to say. I think I love. Lacey Evans in the ring. She's really good. She's gotten yeah. a lot better. She has gotten a lot better. I, I agree. She has gotten a lot I, better. Let me just say something about the dynamics of the four of us in this show. Mark just said that he thought this was the best match on WrestleMania, and we were like, oh, that's awesome. That's a really No, I take. said it was a hot it, take. It, no, I know, but we weren't like, we didn't like disagree or like. <laughs> if Clem. Because it wasn't that outlandish. It's not that outlandish. It's not a Clem. It's not a Clem take. No, I know, but what I'm saying is that if Klim came out and said that, we would have been like, dude, this match was only okay. Like, are you crazy saying that? Like, no match with Tamina was the best match on the card. I said this was the best match between both nights. You guys would be like, what the hell's the matter with you? I would kick you from this Discord immediately. I wouldn't even respond. Exactly. It was a really good match. I liked it a lot. I did. Um, I, I did like it. So then we get to... This was probably my highlight of WrestleMania. The Firefly Funhouse, Bray Wyatt, and John Cena. From t- this says this was 13 minutes. If you asked me to say, if you asked me, hey, how long do you think that went? I would have said like 40. <laughs> I, I freaking loved it from start. It was good. It was good. Uh, I wouldn't even call it a match. I ne- neither would I. Uh, but I think anything away i did enjoy like all the callbacks and stuff like all the uh all the all the different costume changes and 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 promos i guess they're really good i thought yeah i thought it was good i didn't think it was better than the boneyard match but i thought it was very good i don't think i don't think you can compare them i think they're very two separate things yeah Yeah, you 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 can't the only reason i said that was i every time i went to like facebook or twitter everyone was like oh what was better the boneyard or the firefly one house it was just uh, that that's the only reason why I said that. Because yeah. if you're gonna compare them to anything, that's the comparison to make. I think the comparison is enjoyability, and I think I enjoyed uh, the Boneyard match more. Yes. I didn't was bad, but this was. I, this yeah, was... I did not like the Boneyard match. I no, for it. sure. Yes. Yeah. All of the callbacks, all of the the Firefly Funhouse stuff, the <laughs> they had Macho Mercy and Mr. McBoss Man. The this is such good shit line. Such good shit popped so loud. I love it. Uh, I hope that moving forward, there's a John Cena puppet in the Firefly Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yes! That would be funny. I hope so. Dude, where does Cena go from here? I think yeah, he'll come back next year. A year and a half, maybe two years. I think we see him at SummerSlam, maybe. We'll see him in the Rumble. No, he's gonna because he was he was so invested in this, you could tell. And the rumor is that 
the the guys who worked on this match bruce pritchard was the producer him and bray wyatt wrote the whole thing and the only other guy they listened to with any suggestions or anything was cena and they said he had a lot of them that made it better um because he's literally he's so in touch with the internet memes dude have you seen his instagram i feel like right and i feel like because of that and because of how invested he is in the story he won't come back too quick to put this over i think he doesn't come back until the earliest SummerSlam 2021 i don't know about that he'll probably be back for the rumble because he wants to go for that 16th title i mean could we see if if this coronavirus thing continues to happen I'm, we the next pay per view is Money in the Bank, right? Yeah. Could we see him fight in the Money in the Bank match no. and get the? You don't think so? No. You, I don't la- think so. I, you lagged a little bit, bit. You said John Cena. John Cena in the Money in the Bank. If this, Stop if it. the, but nope. I'm just saying, you know, with because he's not making movies, he can't make movies. So why not just put him in the? Give, give that's, him a, that's too soon. He kind of just like died. That was like the whole thing, where like his because, character. Exactly. They wouldn't do it because he's going to put that put the Firefly Funhouse yeah, match over. You, you got to give it some time to make the Bray Wyatt thing as big as possible. Yeah, Matt, you got to fix your mic, by the way. Why? It's a little. Uh, I hear a rattle, like a baby rattle. A rattle. All right, yeah. hold on. <laughs> no, yeah, but I don't think we see Cena until like next year, like the Rumble or something. Right. SummerSlam 2021 is my guess. Last yeah, just, match. Yeah, I just did that. What? Nothing. I don't know. He's just, flexing last or match. Whatever. Last match. Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre. I've been telling you guys for years how excited I was for this match. This was exactly what we got with Goldberg, Braun Strowman. And it didn't need to be that. These two guys can put on a good match. Even if it went 10 minutes instead of four. That's all it needed. And it fell flat. Um, It was for Drew McIntyre to win the title. Sure, Brock Lesnar did the job. Sold for him. And he didn't... Usually guys roll out of the ring. He just laid flat on his back the whole time when Drew was celebrating. That I really enjoyed. But this match could have went a little bit longer. It could have. It could have. I think so. And like you, Matt, you said it perfect that, you know, these guys didn't need the, the four-minute match where you just hit all the finishers and whatnot. These guys could actually wrestle with each other, and they could have done that. Mad, yeah. yeah, but I'm not, I'm not mad with how this match was. I kind of, yeah, expect, but... kind of expected this how to go, so I wasn't really disappointed in it. All of Brock's best matches are against smaller guys. He's more motivated. He throws them around. It's a better spectacle, and this wasn't that. And... Matches like this would probably be boring. It'd be similar to a, a match with Roman Reigns of the same body type where, I don't know, this is probably the best option yeah. to do the finisher, finisher, finisher. But it was a little repetitive that we got the night before with Goldberg, too. And then we ended up seeing on Monday night at the end of Drew McIntyre came out to cut a promo. He got interviewed at WrestleMania after the match, and then the big show came out. Weird. Um, if anything, to put over the Big Show show, which I watched in one sitting Friday morning when it came out. The whole thing you watched? Eight episodes. Um, Half hour episodes? It, 25 minutes, yeah. Okay. Um, it, I mean, it wasn't, it's not a good show. Like, it's corny, but like, he's hysterical. It, like I told you guys, it's literally Full House starring the Big Show as Danny Tanner. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't, I, don't know, I don't know if I want to watch that. <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch that, but I'm gonna watch. There was one episode. Is it on the network or where is it? Where can it's I on watch Netflix. it? It's on, oh, Netflix. It's on Netflix. And it's a WWE. It's a WWE production. There's one episode. Spoiler alert. So, hey, come on. If you no, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. All right, all right. I was about to say because Mark said he didn't want to watch. It. I was gonna say spoiler alert. But if, if you, what if, plan, you know, what if the listeners want to watch it? Which, what I was about to say, spoiler alert, if you plan on watching and don't want to be spoiled, fast forward three minutes. No, don't do that. I won't say it. I won't say it. Um, just episode six, there's a couple wrestlers in it. Watch it. Um, all right, so Big Show comes out. He has this seven-minute match with Drew McIntyre. Puts him over. He'll Big Show. You know, he's talking trash in the ring. I really liked it. Um, it was Drew actually McIntyre, a good match. Drew McIntyre gets a, gets a win. It 
pretty pretty good. Pretty good. So I have two questions. I have two questions outside of the main event of WrestleMania. Sure. Yes. Who is not including the big show? Who is Drew McIntyre's first challenger? Is my first question. And my second question is what is next for Brock Lesnar? What and when? Hmm, uh, I'll answer the Brock Lesnar one first. I think we won't see Brock Lesnar for a while and then have him maybe come back at SummerSlam, maybe surprise, and do something, whether it's on against the whoever holds the Raw title, I mean the Universal or the WWE title. I think that's my thing. He doesn't come. He stays off for a while. The Drew question's tough because I would think – Maybe a Kevin Owens, but I don't think Kevin Owens should lose that feud, and Drew kind of has to win. It's got to be a heel. It's got to be a heel. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking maybe Seth. Probably maybe Seth. Seth. That's what I was thinking, too. Well, you or, can't... or maybe they even do, because you think, oh, they could do Seth, but he just lost to Kevin Owens. What if they do both of them? Triple threat. They could. Yeah, that could work. I could see that happening. I could see, uh... I actually, I have no idea, honestly. You know what else? I heard, and somebody, I probably read it on Reddit, and somebody said it, like, kind of as a joke, but I could really get into it as a one-off, you know, B-show pay-per-view, like, Backlash or Jinder (laughs) Mahal. Oh, Jinder Mahal. And if Jinder came back as a heel and was like, I I don't like Jinder Mahal, but that's a match that... That's a story. It's a story. Drew McIntyre has... No chance of losing that match. You put you him over. Get, you can get Heath involved in the build. It, it could it could work. I'm it also be- convinced that whenever it is, whether it's ten years from now, Heath Slater will be WWE champion. You've said that before on here. No. You've said Guarantee. that. Before. No. I feel like I've never said somebody, that. Somebody kicked what? Matt from the call. No, I've I, heard I feel like I, th- there's no way I've said that because why would anybody ever say that? Someone no, said, I can recall something. It was either Matt or Clem. Listen, I, unless he goes on a weird hiatus and does steroids for X amount of time, like, <laughs> like someone else I know. I'm in. Make it, ha- make it happen. Like somebody else in that three. He's uh, like, the other, like the other two. Like the other two did. They were what the uh, the the three man dance. The three man. Who was the um social outcast? Who were they? It was Heath, Curtis Axel, oh, Curtis Adam Axel. Rose, and Bo Dallas. Okay, where's Curtis so, Axel? Adam that's um, a funny. Adam, I like the social outcast. That's I was about funny. to say, have you ever seen what Adam Rose looks like now? Yeah, he's like three hundred pounds and gigantic. Yeah, Ooh. really. Yeah, Google it. Google Adam Rose. It's funny. This. No, it's it's funny. I was well, before the uh, Rosebud. Rose the Rosebuds, which is now just no way Jose's conga line. But anyway, Clint, what are you saying? I was gonna say before WrestleMania show, they ESPN has been was showing nonstop wrestling stuff on there because they have all been, the WrestleManias. Yeah. So they showed one uh, like E60, and it, they would talk about NXT. I guess like the- oh, that was from. I want to say that was from like 2015. Tyler was, Breeze was on it. Big Cass was on it. Yeah, and my dad's like, "Oh, Chris, you watching this?" And I was like, I looked over and I saw I, Adam Rose was the first guy I saw in there. I'm like, "This is old as hell. I'm not. I don't want to watch this." And it's the good. fact that, but the fact that it was good, I'll give it that. But the fact that they were hi- highlighting Adam Rose and it, like he's nothing now, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> it's a it's a documentary. It wasn't E60 that aged very very poorly. Yeah, it was. I think Tyson Kidd might have been on it too. I I think he was. I'm not sure, but I, I remember Adam Rose being one of the big guys they were talking to. Yeah, it was Tyson Kidd, Tyler Breeze, Adam Rose were the three guys. Anyway, um, I think. I think I wouldn't be surprised if it's KO Seth Drew, and as for Brock, uh, uh, give me Brock Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. That's what I want. Bob Lashley, get it right. Yeah, I can oh. still hard pass on that match, but sure. <laughs> oh, actually, how about this? You know what? You know what works? Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. Yeah, he's a heel. He can take the loss; it won't hurt him. Gives Drew, Drew a lot of credibility. Give hey, me that Drew. one. That's my choice. Drew Mack. But I think Randy's off TV too after the concerto. Oh, it's true. Possibly. It's yeah, tough. I don't know. I don't it, know. It, it's going to be tough. Now, do you. Um, yeah, what's I, up? I, I was just going to. I'm throwing this out there. I doubt. I highly doubt 0% this happens. No, you see, like, Batista coming back, maybe? All right, Matt, drop it. Drop, it, drop it. Drop Batista it. Batista retired. <laughs> retired. 
You retired? Why? Like retired, retired, or he like... retired, retired? Yeah. The master Triple H loser retires. Oh yeah. Why? But why though? Why Batista? Why would I see him I, coming? I, I, I was just thinking because you, know, you just watch the Marvel movies and you're, damn, I miss Batista. One, yeah, good dude. Two, oh, greatest character. That that that's a whole nother that's a whole nother uh, topic, but. Um, I was just thinking, there's no like same thing with John Cena. There's no Hollywood movies to be made right now, so why not just come back and do something? You know, because he's retired, brother. That is such a bad <clears throat> reasoning for them to do things. Oh well, there's no movies, so let's bring it back all of yeah. We'll do, we'll have John Cena, we'll have Batista, and we'll have The Rock, and we'll just bring them all back. And Triple H will wrestle too. Plan your. <laughs> That's why I said zero percent. This happened. That's why I said zero percent. Whatever. Um. I had something to say. So, Money in the Bank is what end of May? Usually, it's supposed to be, but maybe. yeah, I don't know if they're even gonna have it. But if they do, who do you think wins Money in the Bank? Owens or Rollins? I can see that was so good with it. I'm gonna go out and say Andrade. No, nah. And Dude, he all he's done, he, he can hold it for a while. They gave him a belt, and all he's, all done, he's done is, is get hurt, and get hurt. suspended. Yeah, but he's also with Charlotte Flair. Um, I think Alistair Black would be cool with it. Nakamura would be cool. It's it's tough to say right now because we don't know the like the storylines leading yeah. up. It really is tough to throw out an answer. But I mean, if I had to guess, I would say Kevin Owens. Cesaro would be cool. Cesaro. I want to see, see Big E. Big E be fire. That's another, that's another cool one. That's if you weren't in the tag title picture, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of other guys they put in the match. Um, you think oh, Alistair, now, I think Alistair might, yeah. Alistair Black would be a cool one, yeah. Alistair Black was, would be cool. Yeah, do you, I was just now, I'm not saying he wins the title, but do you think Otis gets some, you know, single time now that you saw him wrestle as as a singles uh, opponent? No, uh, no uh, right back title, tag title. Maybe they win the tag titles, but that's as high as the ceiling okay. he has now. I can see Otis doing a program with Sami Zayn. Nah, I I wouldn't be total. I wouldn't totally disagree. I could definitely see it. Yeah, and Sami Zayn, because especially Sami Zayn and his group, it's more the whole fit, the artists collective, like they're they're you know the pro wrestlers, pro wrestler, and somebody like Otis coming in and doing his whole thing. Sami Zayn would talk so much shit about him. You'd be disgusted. They'd all hate him. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Um, um, I was just, Raw after Mania was just like six squash match. It sucked. It, it's the best show of the year, and it was uh, supposed hard. to be. And now the word is that they're filming the next like four or five weeks of TV. I thought they weren't going to be able to film in the Performance Center. Meanwhile, they're filming weeks of television. Yeah, they they extended Florida's like stay home for another month, and now they're going to do like another binge recording session they're gonna do everything yeah which i mean that's the way to do it but the fact that they're gonna do it at all should probably just go on hiatus for a month until the school's off but that's not how Vince rolls uh that's i guess that's kind of all i got um nxt last night the gargano champa ending absolutely outrageous um you guys all said you watched it yes yeah most of it watch what gargano champa yeah I watched the end of it. I didn't watch all of it. The ending. All right, well, Clem, you got to go go watch the end. We won't talk about it here. I know how it ends. You do know how it ends. Um, Are they officially done now, the two of them? But that that's my issue because I was cool with being, all right, one, one final time. That's it. But the way it ended. So at the very beginning when they sh- – and it was they filmed it like one of the movie-type matches. Gargano drove up to the building – and Candice got in the front seat, in the driver's seat to drive away, and she gave him this bag. So the whole time, I'm like, ooh, what's in, what's in the bag? And then she comes out finally. He and Champ are in the ring. She's like, what are you guys doing? You're killing each other. And Candice just yelling at Champa. She's like, Tommaso, look what you've done. I hate my hit husband. I hate what he's become. become. You know what? I'll just end it. And she kicks Johnny in the balls. Yeah. And then Champa's like, Chance, it was brilliant. Champa's become Gargano. Gargano's Champa. 
Tommaso Ciampa's checking on him. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Gargano, and then Candice comes back, low blows Champ, but Gargano pulls the cup out of his pants. And then he hits Champa's finisher on the exposed wood in the ring to pin him. Champa and Gar uh Champ Gargano and Candice LeRae leave. It was hot. Excellent. It was pretty hot. And two, three weeks ago, whenever they had the promo with Triple H, when NXT ended with the vignette that's supposedly supposed to be Killer Cross, it looks like. He um Drew, you're giving me a face. Did you not see that? No, I was just making a face. Oh, all right. Thanks for making the face. So, Killer Cross and uh, Drew, who's he with? Scarlet, Scarlet something, right? Scarlet Bordeaux. Yeah. So the two of them were in the car, in the back seat of the parking lot, next to Gargano and Candice when they left. I thought they were gonna the car and attack them or whatever, but they, they did very visibly there. So I think that's cool. Hmm. It's a nice little tease for the next few. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they pretty much they did. Yeah. Matt's lagging again. Except again. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Hello, hello. One, one, two, one. Nah, you're still lagging, buddy. I'm lagging. All right. I mean, all right. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he wouldn't just. I mean, yeah, he should have left to be going. I'm back. There you go. That is back to the call. You hear me? Where'd um, you go? Yeah, the last thing I was going to say, um, looks like they've done every takeover match. The only thing they didn't, Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, that story's still going. I guess they'll drag that on a little bit more. Probably. Um, I'm into it. I think Velveteen Dream as NXT champ will be fun. Yes. Otherwise, that's all I got. Um, you guys got maybe, anything before we end this? Maybe uh, Adam Cole wins Money in the Bank if he drops the belt. Ooh. I love that. That would be hot. Mark's on fire today. Thanks, guys. That, that's huge. Um, Very nice, Mark. I, I, I would like to see some sort of undisputed era friction and somebody breaks off in NXT before they do that because I really want to see babyface Kyle O'Reilly go up against the undisputed era. Yeah. All right, whatever, Clem. <laughs> I, I, I just don't want to see them break up. That's the thing. I don't want to see them. I think they've done everything they can at NXT. Um, it's Come just up. a question. It's just a question of are you going to bring them up together, or do you want to break them up down at NXT? Uh, I think we'll see that in the next couple months. Otherwise, I'm good. Clem, I'll give you balls in your court. You have one more thing you can talk about. Go to end the show. Um. I think Ronda comes back soon. And All right, you end the show, that? end the we show. We are out of time. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, if there's wrestling to talk about, we'll talk about it uh, So at some point next week. Uh, stay tuned here. Phenomenal Forum. We'll see you next week.